Getting married is an event that holds a different meaning for everyone. For some, it's based on religious traditions, and for others, it's a validation of an earlier choice they made to live with that special someone they love. Hi, I'm Lauren, and welcome to Choosing Your Reflection, a series of discussions that reflect upon the reasons we have for choosing our wedding day outfits. Our guests are diverse, but they all share a common journey. As they share their stories, they'll help us unravel the mystique that exists around choosing that special outfit and what they learned about themselves along the way. Merrick Rosenberg is a communications expert, author, and the CEO of Take Flight Learning. Take Flight Learning centers on four different personality types embodied in four birds, eagle, parrot, dove, and owl. When you understand how the four birds represent the traits of the four personality styles, you can use that knowledge to build better relationships and become a better communicator. Merrick, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Lauren. To start us off, do you mind just sharing what each of those birds really sort of symbolizes? I think clearly some of them can bring up some images, but if you could round them out for us a little bit. Absolutely, we'll make it nice and easy. If you think of someone who's the eagle, Eagles are confident, they're direct, take charge, assertive, they know what they want, they tell you what they're thinking. Then we've got the doves. You can probably guess they have a very different energy. They're those universal symbols of love and hope and peace. And people who have that dove style are very compassionate and caring. They're good listeners. They're very patient. They just want everyone to be happy. Then we've got the owl. Owls are logical and analytical and details are important. If they're going to do something, they're going to do it right. And the last one is the parrot. And parrots are fun. They're social. They're outgoing. They're talkative. They're charismatic, just filled with energy. I think that's the beauty of the birds. It's so clear once you can understand that, you don't really forget about it. It's there in your mind. It's intuitive. You don't have to memorize that an eagle is confident and direct. You just know that. You know, once you know the styles, you're able to use them. <laughs> That's why they're out there, so that people can apply them in their lives. Absolutely. And thank you for letting me take the test. I was sort of surprised by what I got, which is sort of interesting. My public style was mostly an eagle, but in my private life, I was mostly a parrot. And I was actually sort of shocked by that. Think about how that eagle and parrot combines. They're both very fast paced. They want to have a lot of fun. Uh, they're pretty outgoing, pretty energetic. If they're in a group, they're probably someone who's going to talk. They're not going to you know, wait for things to happen. They tend to make things happen. Does that resonate with you? Yes, it does. As a child, especially as a child, I was like making friends at the grocery store, like strangers and introducing myself and then being like, hi, what's your name? I'm five and I want to be your best friend. But I think the world has sort of chiseled me down a bit. So, but yes. <laughs> what's funny is, is that our, our style, we can see it even when we're little. We can see it at, when we're kids. Uh, sometimes the world impacts who we are, but that hardwiring is still in there. That parrot in you is still a part of who you are, I would imagine. So sort of relating that to what we choose as people when we're going to get married, what do you think each style or each bird would care about while looking for a wedding outfit? Well, what's interesting is if you think about our style, it does play out in everything that we do. 
So you picture parrots. Parrots love attention. They like something that's new and bold and exciting and different. The parrot is that one who's going to say, I want people to look at me and, and say, oh my God, that is amazing. Whereas if you picture more of the dove style, doves are more subdued. It's almost, it, it's hard for them to be the center of attention. The fact that everyone is going to be looking at them may actually make them uncomfortable. So they may go with something that is just much more traditional, uh, maybe not as fancy as something like a parrot would wear. Uh, where you think of like an owl, they're very logical. They're literally saying to themselves, all right, when I go to the restroom, how is this dress going to function? <laughs> it's, it, it's not just about what it looks like. Functionality is key to the owl. <laughs> Eagles, quick decision makers. They go in, they try on a dress, they go, I like it, done. <laughs> and they're out. <laughs> so they're probably not going to spend a tremendous amount of time. You know, it's a dress. I bought a dress. I have a dress. It's not something that's going to take a long time and big conversation around it. That's really interesting because as someone who has purchased an outfit, uh, I did not think about what I was going to have to do in the restroom. Like I, I just went. Doesn't even come to mind, right? No, not at all. It wasn't even something. I didn't even. Can I dance in it? I don't care. It's. It had to be like beautiful and fun and exciting. So I. It's really fascinating. Yeah, that you, <laughs> you get the bold from the eagle and exciting from the parrot. Functionality. Yeah, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> and it's interesting because I think a lot of people who are purchasing an outfit for themselves have a certain mindset going in based probably very strongly on their style or their bird relation. But a lot of the times there are people who are influencing them as well when they're picking out an outfit. So let's say, for example, a mother and a daughter going dress shopping. How do you think that sort of dynamic can shift when you have multiple kinds of people around? Well, picture the eagle mom watches their daughter try on the dress and doesn't like it within one second, take it off. <laughs> like it's done. That's a no. <laughs> you barely even looked at yourself yet. Where the dove may not like it, but they find a very nice way to say it. You know, I like it, but maybe you should try some other things on. <laughs> like they, they're not necessarily going to tell you, you don't look good in that. that. That would be very offensive. A dove would never say that. Um, the owl might say, Okay, you know, on a scale of one to 10, I'd rate it a seven. I think there may be some others that you might want to look at. Let's get a whole bunch. We'll, we'll try them on and then we'll evaluate them based upon what we see here and see what you've got. Uh, whereas the parrot, try on something that the parrot likes and it's like, oh my God, that <laughs> is it. You, that, oh my God, that's the one. They probably just are bursting with energy. And, and the same thing too, they're, they're, they're pretty honest in the sense that they're, they want you to look spectacular. So if they don't like it, they may have that exact same energy. Oh, no, 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 no. That is not you. Not you at all. Take it off. Take it off. Go, go, go at something else. Where you can hear the, just the energy that they have when they talk about it and how they talk to you, how direct they are. It just, our style just comes through. That rings true for me as the sneak peek into a, an eventual episode for this podcast where I talk about my experience because I haven't done that yet. But specifically, my mom is, I don't need her to take a test. She's not taking this test, but I know for a fact she's a dove. Um, <laughs> she's a very like emotional, very sweet, very kind person. It's always shown for her. And exactly what you said what a dove would say, 
when someone's trying on an outfit, that's exactly what she said. For every dress I tried on, it was, you look so beautiful. Or maybe maybe you try on another one and we'll come back to that one. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't like to say no. They don't want to be negative. And they'll, they'll find a way to say that they don't like it without actually saying that they don't like it because they don't want to hurt your feelings. That is the primary goal of a dove is to honor who you are and not hurt your feelings. Let's say you have a daughter and a mother who are both parrots or they're both eagles. Does that present issues and is there a way to sort of balance that relationship? What's interesting is sometimes when people share that same style, they just get each other. So in other words, you may have an eagle who's very direct and they say, I don't like it. And the eagle who's trying on the dress says, okay, <laughs> takes it off. That's it. I'm not offended. If you don't like it, I appreciate it. You're saving me time. Uh, so sometimes if you have that eagle and the dove, the eagle might offend the dove because the dove would have said it softly and they want it said to them in a soft and, and more compassionate way. So sometimes you might see two eagles talking to each other and you think they're fighting and they're like, fighting? We're not fighting. What are you talking about? We're going to go out for lunch after this. <laughs> so sometimes if they're similar, it's not an issue at all. I mean, even two parrots. Can you imagine you walk out in the dress that is the one and the mother who's the parrot and the daughter who's the parrot see it. And in that moment, it's probably like an explosion of joy, of feathers flying everywhere, of excitement. Because uh, they're just, they, you know, they, they feel it so deeply. I, I could see like two owls kind of analyzing it. What do you think of the beating here? How about the neckline? How about the shoulder? Is this too much? Is this too low? Is this too high? Do, do you think this needs to be more puffy? Do you think, what, like I could see them just dissecting it. <laughs> it might take them a long time for two owls to finally make the decision. Whereas parrots might just make the decision pretty instantly. Yeah. I wonder how that then translates further into the wedding and, and the marriage situation where you have the ceremony and the reception. How do you think that those different personality styles get displayed at a later time as well? Yeah, I think that, you know, I think there's this stereotype that if we were to ask people, I think they might say that, that guys are less connected to the details of a wedding. And actually, you know, I have a friend of mine, he's an owl. And his now wife is the parrot. And he like planned everything. Like it was, it was, you know, he had spreadsheets and charts and diagrams. I mean, it was, it was like he was orchestrating something. And, and, and she's like, ah, it works out. It always works out. Well, I'm not going to worry about it. He's got it. And so sometimes it's actually style that we're really looking at here. Uh, and, and so even in the wedding itself, you can see so many aspects that maybe, you know, the band might be really important to the parrot, you know, how fun it's going to be. Whereas picking out the exact right food may be more important to the owl. My guess is the eagle picks the location, the, uh, the facility pretty quickly. They walk in, done. <laughs> like, looks good. Wait, you only saw the place where the cocktail hour is. I like it. Done. <laughs> it's like they, they solve it quickly. Um, Doves are probably very concerned with the very fine details, which may sound like the owl, but for the dove, it's more that they're very concerned that everyone's going to be happy. Where are people sitting? I want to make sure everybody's dietary needs are taken into consideration. Where people are traveling from, we have to think of all these things. Where can they stay? And it's not about the logic and the data. It's more about, I just want to 
want to make it easy for everybody. I want everyone to be okay and taken care of. So in just so many aspects of, of a wedding, we just see our style play out. I would love to know a little bit, if you're willing to share about your experience getting married, your outfit, and perhaps how that was influenced by your personality style. So I am the parrot. My main style is a parrot. My secondary style is an eagle, but I'm, I'm very much of a parrot. My wife is the owl. So she's very logical, very analytical. I mean, just everything about our wedding was just very, very organized. I and mean, she learned how to calligraphize the envelope. So she learned calligraphy and she would sit there for hours and just do A, 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 until <laughs> she mastered the A and then it would go to B because she just wanted to be a part of every aspect of it. So what did I wear? I just needed to make sure that it looked good with what she was wearing. <laughs> As a parrot, I was not honestly very concerned about it. I just was like, would this make you happy? Are you good? I'm good. Works for me. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, was, I was much more concerned that, that she was happy because she had so many specific needs and desires as both the owl and the dove that I knew I just needed to make sure she was good. It sounds like easy breezy as well, not just excited and, and happy to be there, but also willing to be like more adaptable, would you say? Yeah, parrots go with the flow. For the parrot, it just all works out. They go with whatever's happening. They just want everyone to be having a good time, everybody to have fun. And, and yeah, I think that's exactly right. They just will go with whatever is. If it makes everybody else happy, we're good. Let's do it. So speaking of that specific style, and clearly you picked something out that was in step with your wife, could you tell us what you actually did wear? Yeah, it was very, very straightforward. The classic, traditional black tux, black bow tie. It was nothing uh, unusual, uh, which is for me actually, you know, kind of, uh, kind of interesting because I think my natural style would, would be to be like fun and you know, and even now in my career as a keynote speaker, you're on stage. Hey, let's face it, as a parrot, they like the spotlight. They like to be the center of attention. Um, but I think I was very keenly aware to just wear something that is very traditional as a tux because I did not want to be the star of the show in that day. Uh, even though I know it is both of us, but it was so important and meaningful to her that I wanted her to just feel like this is her day. I purposely didn't pick something that was too out there. It was actually very, very traditional. It sounds like you had a formal wedding because you wore a tux. Do you think that different styles of people choose different forms of weddings? I mean, do you think that that relates back to their personality as well, their style? Absolutely. I, I have friends where they're both parrots and I was the best man and we were on a beach. We had like khakis and, and a button down shirt. We we're on the beach and then people were dancing and it's in the sand and people took their shoes off and it was just very casual and very light and very personable. And I, I felt like it was such a reflection of who they are. And I do remember thinking to myself, wow, my wife, who is the owl, who had a very particular image in her mind of what that day would be, this would not fly. This would never have been a wedding that she would have selected. But it was so fun. And it was such a reflection of their personalities, that parrot, uh, you know, you picture that kind of Margaritaville, you know, everybody's just dancing and singing and having a good time on the beach. And that's exactly what it was like. 
I totally see that. And as someone who has many parrots in her life, uh, I, I can understand that. As someone who is an eagle after taking this test, what kind of style, I'm curious, do you typically relate to an eagle for a wedding? You know, I think that the eagle would probably have just a very, like, this is a wedding. They're probably not over the top. I think they would walk in and say, this is a hall. It looks good. You know, we'll get a band or have a DJ. They'll be fine. I'm not sure they're thinking through the style of what it is as much as they, they have everything you're supposed to do. They delegate the responsibility to the MC who's going to, you know, do the garter and the flowers. They got it. I don't have to worry about that. The best man will make a speech and it'll all be fine. I, I think it's kind of just very standard, like, here's what you do at a wedding. And do you think that the the doves would tend towards a more, as you said, traditional wedding gown? When I talked about the outfits, do you think it would be the same for the actual event itself, a more traditional style? I do, but I think there would also be a lot of very personal touches. Maybe there's like a gift that is given away that just has a very personal meaning at each table. There's like maybe a little handwritten note rolled into a scroll that took a long time to do, but each one of them has meaning. Mm -hmm. There's probably some very personal things that are not just uh, the standard something you buy at a store that everybody does. It has a lot of meaning to them. Maybe even like what they're wearing and maybe the, uh, you know, just the way they, they, maybe there's traditions that they're following from their grandparents, but it's probably very meaningful to them. Do you ever encounter someone who's sort of a balance of all of these different types? Is that something that either is natural or not natural or something you have to develop? Or do you always see a good discrepancy or a good distance between the types? It's rare to see someone who can do all four equally well. Most of us have one or two styles that are just our core style that we display in everything we do. But I can give you an example. Somebody like Oprah. I mean, you can see that eagle style in, in the businesses she owns, her parrot style and that charisma on stage, on her show, the dove, very compassionate and caring and empathetic. And she, you know, she, all the philanthropy uh, and the owl, just the way she manages her business is very meticulous and, and very detail oriented. Uh, and look, when you display all four styles, you have that broad appeal. You can connect with anyone. I think for her, it's probably very innate. Uh, I think for most of us, we have to learn that. But the beauty of that is we can learn it. And the more that we learn how to deal with all four styles, the easier it is to get along with anybody. If you have that eagle moment where you're talking to an eagle and you need to be direct, if you can dial it up and be assertive, you are more likely to get your needs met. If you have that moment where you're interacting with a dove and you can be compassionate and soften your words, maybe you have an eagle and a dove and the dove took weeks to write their vows and the eagle's like, done, I did it in an hour. <laughs> yeah, you might want to think about them a little longer and maybe even warm them up a little, soften it a little bit uh, because th that dove's going to be really thinking about every word that you said. And, and so they have flexibility that Eagle might know, yeah, I need to, I need to really make sure that this exudes compassion and caring. Um, mm -hmm. 
Uh, you know, if you're communicating to a parrot, you got to dial up the charisma and the energy and enthusiasm. If you're talking to the owl, you want to provide them with details. So when we learn the four styles, you learn how to connect with everybody that you meet. When I took the test, it clearly gave me a difference between my public self and what I'm sort of presenting to the world. And then there's the private self, the things that I do by myself or with people that I care about that I'm close to. Could you go into detail of how those relate and what the real difference is? Some people are very consistent in terms of how they display their behaviors and their personality in public and who they are at their core self. Other people, maybe they're, they're very outgoing with their family. I think of my mother-in-law as a dove was just very talkative and social and outgoing when the whole family was there. But then if you would see her when there's a whole group of people she didn't know, she would be very reserved and very quiet. And so sometimes we act differently in public than we do in private. In the workplace that happens, because sometimes what happens is the job requires a different set of skills or behaviors or the culture we live in requires a different set of behaviors. Um, mm -hmm. But I always think of dating. I think, you know what happens on that first date? It's like my public self, my self that I project to the world meets your public self. So I think I'm marrying that public self version of you. But what I'm really marrying is the private self version of you who I haven't quite met yet. And so sometimes once maybe people who haven't known each other very long and they move in together and they're like, who is this person? Yeah, because you only met the public self, what they share with the world. Now you're seeing that core personality come out and maybe it's different and maybe it's a little surprising. I very much put on a, on a different face for work. Eagles, which is your core style, tend to marry doves. Parrots tend to marry owls. We hear that expression, opposites attract. It's not just slightly true, it's overwhelmingly true. I, I saw a study that 86% of people are attracted to that personality opposite. And that means eagles and doves tend to get married and parrots and owls happen to get married. I said happen to get married, not happily married. That you gotta work out. That'll, <laughs> that'll take more than, than a, a podcast to teach them, but, but, yes. but it is absolutely true. And I, I had this funny moment uh, last year, I was writing a, an article about how opposites attract. And I decided, I wonder, it would be fun to pull up uh, some TV couples from history. And so I started pulling up like the, I pulled up the top 20 classic television couples. Every single one of them was either an eagle dove couple or a parrot and owl couple. Everyone, 20 for 20. It was absolutely fascinating. And wow. I think it's because we complement each other. It's like we say there are other half. They complete me. Uh, if you had two of the same style, which that does work too. But if you had two parrots, they're like competing for airtime. Uh, if you have two owls, it would take forever to buy a house. They, they would never make the decision. You need the parrot to say, we're getting it. <laughs> so it's it's very interesting to see how how opposites, which uh, in, in my book, The Chameleon, I talk about them as compliments. And I think that we complement each other and we really understand each other because they add something new to the equation. Yeah, sort of like puzzle pieces fitting together in a sense. And I would love to know an example. I mean, I could think of a few couples from a famous couple from TV, but could you name one for me? Sure, sure. I mean, even just in the cartoon world, you could think of like Homer Simpson and Marge, right? He's like more of an eagle. She is more of a dove, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, like, it's like that kind of energy is just so fun to watch. I mean, if you watch like um, 
like Big Bang Theory. You know, you watch like uh, Penny had more of that parrot style where you see uh, uh, Leonard had kind of that dove and owl style. You know, it's very engineer, very logical, very analytical. Um, and, and it's fun to watch because they're just so different. And, and we just see it just over and over how those opposite styles are so different. And that's what makes even makes it fun on TV to watch. Uh, and it makes it fun uh, in the real world too. I mean, even going back into history, like an all in the family, you go back to those original TV couples, you know, they, they had that style too, that, that eagle and the dove. So if you pay attention to it, you'll just start noticing it in every show. It's fun to watch. I also wonder what happens when the opposites don't come together what happens when an owl maybe marries a dove opposites attract but the thing is that when times are easy opposites attract when times are stressful opposites repel they kind of bang into each other and and when we have people who are maybe a little different like an owl dove or a parrot and an eagle getting together there's a little bit more similarity that they share. Like the eagle and parrot are both fast paced and spontaneous. The dove and the owl are more even steady paced and reserved. So sometimes they even understand, they have kind of like the running start to understanding each other. If one's more quiet and shy and the other one's more quiet and shy, doves and owls tend to both be more reserved. They both get each other right from the start. So mm -hmm. it, it almost makes it a little easier in the beginning because they, they are not so different. But, but really any two styles can get along very well. I, I've had have great friends I, who are both eagles. And you know, you go over their house and sometimes you hear them and you're like, wow, like it seems like they're fighting. And they're like, fighting? What are you talking about? Like they just they they talk loud. They're, <laughs> it's for them, it's just they're direct, they're right to the point. They're, they don't they don't offend each other at all. Now, sometimes if you're with them, you're like, wow, that was rough. And they're like, what are you talking about? So, you know, if, you, if we have the same style, we, we understand each other. My fiance is also, uh, and I think an eagle in, in public. I think he's very much an eagle and, and him and I both do that. Even my family, my mother has come to me and been like, are you guys okay? We're like, <laughs> yeah, we're fine. We're just having a conversation. And she's like, it sounds like you're fighting. Right, the two, right. The dove watching the the dove watching the two eagles together is like, what is happening? And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but from the dove perspective, it's like, I would never do that. <laughs> I, I had this moment where I was watching a couple, and they were they were sitting in an airport, and um, and it, this was the moment I tuned into their interaction, and and you can probably even guess their styles. Uh, he turns to her and he looks at her and he goes, I do not understand how a fact isn't a fact. And she turns to him and she's like, she's like, well, it's the way you said the fact. It's the way you said it to me. That's what matters. And he's like, you can say a fact however you want to say a fact. It doesn't matter. It doesn't change the fact. And she's like, oh, yes, it does. <laughs> and so, so you can guess he's probably the owl and eagle, very direct and very logical. And she's the dove. And now he's been a little too blunt and direct. And now he's offended her. And, and, and now what's happening is now they are no longer arguing about what they're arguing about. Now they're arguing about how they're arguing. <laughs> so, so sometimes when people are very different, the conversation transcends the issue. And in a sense, they're speaking different languages because their style is different and they just don't understand each other. And if they knew which bird style they were and they understood how the, their partner communicates, a lot of that drama and that, that, that push and pull goes away and, and communication is a lot easier. 
I mean, this could help you in your personal life, your work life, but really in your marriage to be able to really communicate. The key here is really being what I call a chameleon. And, and a chameleon is flexible and adaptable. They don't just impose their own style on others, but rather they look at the other person and they flex and they connect. There's a great George Carlin quote. He said, everyone driving slower than me is an idiot. Everyone driving faster than me is a maniac. <laughs> because we think our way is the right way, not just a way, it is the way. And so we, what we do is we impose our style on others. And if we're the chameleon, we're adapting and we're flexible to their needs. We're meeting in the middle. The owl might say, this is how you load a dishwasher. There is a very specific concrete way. And the parrot's like, you put the dishes in, it washes them. When we understand each other, the drama goes away. When we have kids, we often impose our personality on our children. You know, we expect them to do what we did. We expect them to be like us. Uh, but that really, whether it's a spouse or a child or a coworker, it sends a bad message. And when you're trying to turn someone into you, it's like saying, who you are is not okay. That, you know, you need to be more like me. If you were like me, I'd love you. You're not like me. And so therefore I'm going to turn you into me so that I find you acceptable. And so the key is really being the chameleon and understanding your partner so you can flex and adapt to them. To create a harmony, you know, all the birds have to live together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, it, and when, you, when you do create that space where you honor each other, it's like each person can be that highest version of themselves. And it's like, look, you married that person because of who they are, but now you're trying to turn them into you. Good luck with that. That's it's not going to really work. So let's honor who they are and let them be the best version of who they are. It's why you married them in the first place. Stop trying to change them to be more like you. Do you think any of the four types are more facile with being the chameleon or do you think they all have their own um, difficulties? Yeah, I think anybody can be the chameleon. It's just as hard for the dove to stand in their power and be direct and assertive as it is for the eagle to soften their words and, and speak in a very soft and compassionate tone. It's just as hard for an owl to dial up that energy and enthusiasm and excitement as it is for the parrot to dial it down and be more specific and detailed and provide specifics. So if you were to take a profile and look at your graph, whatever is the lowest point on that graph is probably the one where you have the hardest time flexing to that style because mm -hmm. it's just not as natural for you doesn't mean you can't do it. In fact, you might do it very well, but it's probably more exhausting and it probably takes a lot of energy. Owl was at the bottom of my, my list, uh, my graph. And I sat there and I looked at it and I went, but I'm great at spreadsheets. I'm great at being organized. I'm very good at all of these things. And I like got a little offended, but when you put it that way, I'm very good at those things, but it is exhausting. I don't, it's not fun. <laughs> Right, yeah. you can do it. But then at the end of the day, if you had to be looking at spreadsheets and data and statistics all day, maybe you do it phenomenally well, but at the end of the day, you're like, whew, that is it for me. So, and, and what it shows us is when you're working in your style, it feeds you. And when you're working out of your style, it drains you. And, and what happens is we tend to create an environment around us that feeds our own style. But what does that do to our spouse? 
In other words, if I'm constantly like, don't worry about it, let it go, it'll all work out. And my wife's like, but wait, you know, you have to balance the checkbook. When, when we got married, my wife looked at me and she said, so where's your checkbook? And I, I handed it to her and she said, no, 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 not the checks, you know, the register where you write it all down. And I looked at her and I tapped my head. I'm like, got it right here. And she's like, oh, that's funny. Seriously, where is it? And I'm like, seriously, that's where it is. It's in my head. And she looks at me with just absolutely, she's incredulous. And she looks at me and she says, you do realize the banks make mistakes. I mean, they do make mistakes. And I looked at her and I, and with and my parrot mindset, which I didn't know the birds at that point, but I, but it, with my, <laughs> my mentality, my parrot mentality, I looked at her and I said, I get it. I understand. And, and in the course of my life, they'll make mistakes against me. They'll make mistakes for me. In the end, it'll all even out and I won't have any stress. <laughs> well, I haven't written a check. This year's our 30th, will be our 30th uh, anniversary. Haven't written a check in 30 years. Very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we capitalize on our strengths. First car we got, she sat down. This is the first brand new car that she's ever bought. It's years ago. And she's, she's very excited about it. She did tons of research. We sit down at the desk with the salesperson. He tells us the price and I bargain with him. And he says, all right, let me go talk to the manager. He wanders off and she looks at me and she points to a picture on his desk, a framed photograph. And she says, he has young kids. Don't beat him up on price. He has to make a living too. And I'm like, okay, we don't know if those are his kids. Maybe those kids came with the frame. We don't have any idea. Don't talk, do not speak. <laughs> and the last car we bought, she didn't even go with me. I, she knew exactly what she wanted. She's like, I just hate it. Here's what I want. This is the color, this is the style. These are the, the features. And I went and I bought it for her. And as an owl dove, she was like, I love that. I got exactly what I wanted. I didn't have to deal with that part of it because we complement each other instead of judge each other. She doesn't judge me because I don't like to handle a checkbook. I don't judge her because she doesn't like to haggle for a car. We tap into each other's strengths. We do the things that we are good at and truly complement each other. And imagine that in a relationship because when we judge each other, that's where conflict happens. But when we accept each other, that's where it's, you know, that relationship really blossoms. You mentioned very briefly that you didn't know the birds at a point in your marriage. Do you think there was a definite timeline of like before the birds and after the birds? Oh, without a doubt, not just between us and also between our parents and us. Her father's very strong eagle. Like I, I kind of say this jokingly, but he grew up in the Bronx in New York. So he was like a Bronx Eagle, which like magnifies it, right? Yeah. And I'm not picking on New York. When I say that in New York, they're like, yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's a, you take a dove in New York, you move them to Kansas and they're like an Eagle, right? It's like, there's like a intensity of energy in New York City. And so, so he was a very, very strong, strong eagle and it used to offend me all the time like why do you say it like that why you know, that's can't you say it nicer and once i learned it once i learned about the styles i was like oh he's the eagle that's all that's going on here and the judgment went away mm -hmm. and it just made it so much easier uh, and that happened with my wife and i as well once we understood it it almost made us laugh like remember we used to get annoyed at that and now we're just like yeah we get it it's the owl, it's the parrot, it's the way it is. And so it really is true that once you get, it really changes the whole relationship. That happened for me.
I think it's kind of like a superpower, like a little secret superpower you guys can have and anyone can have if they engage with this content, which I think is so important. And I really quick want to say, um, where can people find all of this? So you can find uh, The Chameleon. That's one of my books. Is uh, And that's probably a good one for, for relationships, I think. Uh, it's a collection of 22 fables, and each fable teaches you a different lesson of how to apply this in your life. And, and you can get that in, on uh, Audible and iTunes. You can listen to it, or you can get it at Barnes & Noble or Amazon. Uh, and, I, and we go into companies. We actually, uh, my world is going into companies and speaking at conferences and teaching people how to work together more effectively. And you can go to takeflightlearning.com to learn more. I think it's great. And I think it would also make a great wedding gift or even like a wedding shower gift. I, I would just leave people with the thought, leave everyone with the thought that you want to make sure that you're not imposing your style on the people around you. The key is to use your strengths, understand yourself. The most self-aware people are the happiest people. Imagine when not only do you understand yourself, but you really understand your spouse and you honor them for who they are instead of trying to turn them into a version of you. And I think that if, uh, if we could bring that energy to the world, there'd be a lot less conflict and a lot more happier people. Thanks for listening. Check out our website, choosingyourreflection.com, where we unravel the mystery of the perfect wedding outfit. Check back next week when another beautiful soul takes on the journey of choosing their reflection. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.